Apostle Mrs. Leanne Kofi, the founder and general overseer of the Lord's Garden Ministries, a ministry which is focused on bringing back the glory of God into the lives of people who have been battered by the world. She's a healing apostle and ministers powerfully to break people free from demonic oppressions. We believe you'll be blessed as you listen to today's word. Now, today's word. Faith in that saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So your faith, as I'm saying, is a weapon. It's a mighty weapon that God has given to all of us to overcome and to bring down the onslaught of the enemy in our lives. It's our faith that gives us the ability to win all the battles in life and overcome. Praise be to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. A mighty weapon. Now, when we talk about faith, it sounds such a big spiritual word. But faith simply means belief. What you believe. Amen. I think who, somebody said that faith, GD, in tree, what you take in, what you believe is your faith. Amen. Now, Hebrews chapter 11 is a gallery or gives us a gallery of men and women who overcame great things in life. Many things. They fought many battles through faith in God and achieved victory over life and over life situations. A whole gallery of men and women that we know through the word of God. Amen. And Bible says that through faith, they, they won their battles. They overcame challenging situations. And because of that, they got the victory. And that is why their names are recorded in the word of God. Hallelujah. Now, the verse 1 of Hebrews 11 says that, now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, this sounds very, you know, off. Because how can you call something that you don't see as substance or evidence? But that is what faith is. Faith is the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things that we cannot see. Now, take this to any law court and you'll probably be thrown out. Come to give an evidence, yes, and they said, I didn't see it, but I'm here to give evidence. Can you imagine? You'll be chucked out. But that is faith. It's a substance of things hoped for. You see, when you hope for something, it means you have not yet seen it in the present, right? But it's rather in the future. You hope this will happen. You hope for this. It's futuristic. You are, you, you are seeing what is not yet manifest, all right? Now, faith, Bible says, is seeing what is not yet manifest, manifest. So, for example, to make it very simple, maybe you, let me take a simple one. Okay, maybe you have this hope that maybe next week you will win a contract, all right? It's hope. You believe that next week it will happen. But faith says, even though it hasn't gotten to next week, I believe now that I've already received the contract. That is the difference. Are you getting it? Amen. Faith is the tangibility of what we do not see. We don't see it, but we know and believe that it is because God says it is. That is what faith is. And Bible says also in Hebrews eleven six that without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that God is and that he's a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. Without faith, he says, we cannot please God. Amen. So in order to please God, 
And to receive, we must have faith. If you read Hebrews chapter 11, people were moved by faith to do many things. Some of it in their doing may have even seemed ridiculous. Noah, it is recorded in Hebrews chapter 11 and also Genesis, I think chapter 8, was told by God to build an ark. And God said to a great rain is coming and it's going to cover all the earth and everything in the earth is going to die. But build this wooden big boat and take two of every animal, male and female, take them into the ark and then go in with your family and shut the door because a great rain is coming to destroy everything. Now at that time in Genesis chapter 7, you realize that it hadn't yet rained on, on the earth. It was dew that um, and a mist, the Bible says, that covered the earth. Genesis 2, sorry. So every plant and every herb of the field was in the earth. And it was a mist that went forth, that watered them. So there had not yet been rain as we know rain. But God comes to Noah and says, listen, there's going to be plenty water coming. And then Noah begins to build this ark. And then people come and say, Father Noah, what are you doing? He said, rain is coming. It's going to rain. Water is going to fill this whole earth and flood the place. And everything in the earth is going to die. So I'm building this boat so that I and my family can be saved. They'll look at him. This old man has gone off. What are you talking about? And he was building. And as long as he was building, I'm sure he was subjected to a lot of ridicule and a lot of scorn. And so it is when we also hold faith in God. A lot of things you might do, a lot of things in your life, so long as you hold on to faith, may seem ridiculous to the ordinary mind. But in God, we know that by faith, Noah built that ark and saved his family. Praise be to the name of the Lord. Amen. He built that ark as ridiculous as it looked and as unlikely as it may have seemed to him. Because what are you talking about? Big rain coming. But because he heard God and he obeyed God and by faith built the ark, he saved his family. Amen. Abraham also, according to Hebrews chapter 11, the verse 8, says that he obeyed God when God called him to leave his home, his father's house, to a land that he will show him. Not a specific place. And he said, I will give you this land and I'll give it to you for an inheritance. And Bible says he went along with God not knowing where he was going. There was no GPS. There were no maps at that time. So maybe the money gets up and God said, Abraham, go east. Keep on going, 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 going. And he's going. <laughs> and where is he going? People said, this man is not right. What does he mean? What, what, what God? Who spoke to him? In fact, to even say that you heard God, sometimes people look at you funny. But he obeyed God. And by so doing, he received righteousness from God. And today, the blessing that God promised him, that he will make him a father of many nations, in blessing, he will bless him. In multiply, he will multiply him. And he said that through his generations shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Today, it's come to pass. Amen. Hallelujah. Whether Muslims or Christians, all of us point our ancestry to Abraham. Amen. As a father of faith. Amen. He believed God and by faith in him, by trusting him, left his father's house, his comfort zone. You know, faith will always, you know, kind of take you away from your comfort zone. 
Sometimes you are comfortable in what you are doing, where you are at, what is happening. And then God says, no, move. Where am I moving to? I'm okay here. But to get to the next level of your life, you must believe God and walk with him in faith. Hallelujah. Bible says also that Sarah, that's Abraham's wife, also, I love this verse, through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. That portion is that which really kicks my spirit. She judged God faithful. Whenever we have faith in God or we exercise faith in God, it is because we judge God faithful. And therein is the pleasure of God that we judge him faithful. Because in many things in life, in the many battles of life, there will be the tendency to sometimes doubt, where is God? Does God really care? Is God really with me? Is there even a God? Will, will he do it? Some of us know that he can do it. But will he do it for me? Sometimes it's a big question. But Sarah had faith in God, and she judged him faithful who had promised. And that is the way to win in life, to judge God faithful. You can judge everything else unfaithful, but never God. You can choose to distrust everything, but never God. You, you can choose to doubt everything, but not God. If you want to doubt anything, this morning I submit to you that doubt your doubt. Doubt your doubt and not God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. And the book of Hebrews, as I said, is a whole carpet. The list goes on and on of people who, by faith, the Bible says, subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions like Samson, quenched the fires of violence, escaped the edge of the sword out of weakness, were made strong. They were weak in themselves, but their faith made them strong. This one, I pray for you that if you have been weakened by life, or if you are feeling weak in life because of the pressures of life and the different things that are coming against you, I pray this morning that by faith in God, may your strength be renewed. May your faith in God this morning tell you that it's going to be okay because I am in control. God says that I will help you. May your faith in God's word this morning give you strength for tomorrow, give you strength to wake up tomorrow morning with a new zest for life. Amen. With, with, with an appetite to, to go for life and really win. Amen. A lot of people lose faith in life and they are weak and they become depressed. They feel that life is not worth living and they just give up. And I found that many people give up at the edge of their breakthrough. At, at the time when your breakthrough is about to come to pass, that is when the pressure is on most. That's what they said. It's always darkest before dawn. Yes, but in the darkest times, in the darkest hours of your life, know this for sure, that no matter how strong or how, how much darkness the night tries to prevail, daylight, I said that dawn will soon come. That dawn will come. Darkness cannot stay forever. The night cannot stay forever. Amen. Light will come. And I tell you this one, that your light has come. By faith, I speak to you, not that your light will come, but your light has come. He says, arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. It's a new day in your life. 
It's a new season in your life. Every day that God gives to you is an opportunity for something better. Every day that you wake up in life is an opportunity for you to see something new, to be somebody new, to have something new. It's a new day for the fulfillment of an expectation. Amen. So wake up every morning by faith and tell yourself today is that day. Maybe that day will pass and whatever you thought was that day will bring, that day will bring, it didn't come. Tomorrow morning, wake up again and say, today is that day. Wake up every morning. If it didn't happen yesterday, it will happen today. If it doesn't happen today, it will happen tomorrow. If it didn't happen tomorrow, it will happen next week. Hey, it could be six months from now. But the most important thing that is going to happen anyway. Are you, are you understanding me, church? We will not be faithless and we will not allow no lack of faith to press us down to give up on life. You have too much within you. God has put his spirit in you. And that spirit that God has put in you is a spirit of faith. Your yesterdays don't determine your tomorrow. Ha! They don't even determine your today. Is somebody with me this morning? Put your hands together and give the Lord a praise. We will receive faith. We will have faith. And by that faith, we will embrace Every prophetic promise of God. You know, sometimes you go down in faith, and when God brings to pass the thing that you wanted to come to pass, sometimes you feel so ashamed. That, oh God, I didn't know you were going to do it like this. But hey, he will do it. God will perform his good counsel concerning your life. Hallelujah. He says, through faith they subdued kingdoms. They wrought righteousness. They obtained promises. They stopped the mouth of lions. And the writer of Hebrews calls us to say, what can I say? He said, it will be too long to recount the stories of faith in the Bible. Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and all the prophets. A man like David, today we all say, the Lord is my shepherd. And we say it happily. We pray all the psalms of David. We pray them happily. But these psalms were written, most of them, in times of affliction. Or in times when he had just come out by the deliverance of God and was giving thanks to God. These psalms were ex the expressions of a man who was going through many battles. These were the expressions of his heart. He didn't have it easy. But by faith, he overcame. I'm telling you, if you are not having it easy today... Or in this time, don't worry, by faith you have overcome. Mind you, I didn't say you shall overcome. I said you have overcome already. Because greater is he that is within you than he that is in the world. There's a spirit in man. And Bible says by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, man receives direction and inspiration. Hallelujah. There's a spirit of God in you. And by that spirit, it is not a spirit of weakness. It's a spirit of power. See, there's a faith life that we must live in our faith in God. There's a faith life to live. You have faith in God, good. But you must live that faith. You must live a faith life. A life of faith. You know, it's an overcoming life. Amen. See, there are many things that war against us daily. Fears, wars against our health, our families, our financial situation, our businesses, our jobs. You know, all these things that every one of us goes through. And these men and women in the gallery of faith went through and had victory. 
they had victory over very sometimes fearful situations. They went through many challenges, but their different situations in life could have ended unlike how they ended. Today we celebrate them. We talk about them in awe, but it could have been different. It could have been a different story if they had not chosen the, the, the life of faith or the faith life. And if they had just given to their fears, it would have been a different story. You see, it is very easy to give into the natural flow of life. You know, like something is happening and you feel like crying. The easiest thing to do is to fall on the ground and bow. It's easy. It, it, and it is very comforting. But after that, what? After that, what? It's very easy to go against the natural flow, you know, of how things are happening. But it is very difficult to go against the natural flow. This one, the Holy Spirit just brought a picture to my mind. And I saw like a man swimming in a river, flowing with the, the, the direction of the river, easily, smooth. Then I saw another man swimming up river, and it was, it was a struggle. You see, it's a struggle to swim up river, because the direction of the river, the flow of the river, the strength of the river is going like this. So once you are swimming in that direction, the strength of the river itself is taking you. You have no struggle. But when you decide that, no, I'll go against the flow of the river, it's tough. The natural mind will want to go with the flow of the river. With whatever is happening in life, you, it's easy to go with it. So I am not happy. I'll, I'll be unhappy. It's easy. But when I'm not happy and I choose not to stay in this unhappiness, I receive joy because I know that the joy of the Lord is my strength. You are going against the tide. You are going against the flow. Then you have to really swim harder. Are you getting the picture? You have to swim harder. It is difficult. It, 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 it also takes more. You have less speed going against the flow. But then if you are able to go through, you know, go through, you will come to whatever you want to come to. And that is what it is when we're talking about faith, the faith life. The faith life is not going with the flow of things. It's going against the flow of things. It's not going with the flow of the, the things, the attacks that the enemy is bringing to your life. You also wallow in it. It is rising up in strength and in faith. They say, no, this is not my portion. I will not have this. I choose this because this is what I believe is God's purpose and God's plan for my life. Are we together this morning? Put your hands together and thank God. <laughs> It's a battle to swim against the tide. But if we must win the battles of life, we must. You must swim against the tide. I, I, I tell people the number of times I have quoted the scripture, Psalm 118 verse 17, that even in my sleep, I quote it. You, I mean, it, it's, it's, in, it's an intense word. I shall not die. I shall live to declare the good works of the Lord. Over and over and over again. Why? Because I, I, I have faced battles in that area. You know, and you, you must hold on to the word of God. Speak it. 
believe it until it becomes flesh in you. Because the word of God is living. Bible says it is active. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. The word of God is life. The word of God is light. The word of God is creative and it is doing. So when you put your faith in the word of God and you speak the word of God and you live the word of God, it, it, it comes alive within you. It doesn't matter what it is. The scripture has a word for every situation in life. The Shunammite woman who received a miracle child from the prophet and this child fell sick one day and died, knew how to swim against the tide. Because when they brought this, her son to her and the child died, she laid the child down in the bed that she had made for the man of God. She didn't cry. She didn't make, you know, a noise. She didn't shout, people, no. She, 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 you, know, you know the usual. That is going, that's going with the flow. That is it. You know, she rather went out and said, tell my husband you send me a horse or a donkey. I want to go up to the mountain to the man of God to worship. The husband said, why are you going there at this time? It's not the new moon. It's not the time for festival. Is everything okay? She said, it is well. She Everything in her was speaking faith, contrary to what it was, contrary to her reality. You know, some people say, oh, well, that's my reality. Now, yeah, yeah, bro, for some, that's my reality. So, well, it is what it is. It is not what it is. It is not what it is. If it doesn't suit your purpose, if it doesn't go with your purpose in life, it is not what it is. You know, sometimes we, we copy things and we learn things. And we think to, we make it like a mantra, well, it is what it is. I mean, if it doesn't work, I'll just move on. And I, uh, Listen, you must know your purpose. You must know what God has given to you. You must know why you are here. And you must live it. You must possess your possession. The Bible says, upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. And there shall be holiness. And the house of Jacob shall possess their possession. You will possess what be rightfully belongs to you by faith. And no one can stop you. You know, sometimes in life it comes to a point where we allow people to rob us of our peace, our joy, what rightfully belongs to us. No, it's because you allow it. But the minute you decide that I know my worth, I know who I am by the grace of God. I know what God wants for my life. And this thing I see it is not it. I will swim against the tide. It will crumble. Oh, it will crumble. It will crumble. Amen. Whatever the Father, whatever God has not planted in your life, this morning I declare it shall be uprooted. It shall be uprooted in the mighty name of Jesus. This woman said it is well. And she got her son back to life. Abraham moved out of his comfort zone. To a land that he didn't know. That's swimming against the tide. Because a natural and the most easy option would be to stay with his wife in his father's house. And when they, they, they pound the evening fufu, they'll say, Sarah, because they'll leave his father's house. So definitely, his wife didn't control the kitchen. 
Hey, Sarah, the food is ready. The fufu is ready. Bring pots and pans and come and take your husband's food. I mean, but God had a bigger plan for Abraham. I said, God had a bigger plan for Abraham. And this one, I tell you by the spirit of God that God has a bigger plan for you. Uh, you didn't hear me. I said, God has a bigger plan for you. God has a better plan for you. He says, for I know the plans that I have for you. They are thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a hope and a future. To bring your life to an expected end. God knows the plans he has for you. And I'm telling you that nothing can stop the plan of God concerning your life unless you allow it. But we will not allow it. By faith, we will swim against the tide and will possess that which is rightfully ours. And God is on your side. And you and God together are more than a multitude. Hallelujah. So he said, even if a host should come up against me, I will not fear. Because God is with me. Abraham didn't stay in that comfort zone. He heard God. He said, get thee out of your father's house and out of your kindred to a land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation. He could have been fearful. He said, out of my father's house. Where to? In this vast wilderness and desert. Where am I going? How will I eat? We ask too much questions sometimes. Oh God, but how will it be? It's not your business. Your business is to hear and to follow. He wasn't afraid to move out of his father's house. He wasn't afraid to go out and embrace his destiny. Don't be afraid to go out. Don't be afraid to move in the direction of your destiny, even if it means swimming against the tide, and often does. So this body, we must reposition from fear. Because, you see, fear works against faith. And faith works against fear. Amen. He said to Timothy, Paul said to Timothy, that I want to remind you of this. So that you stir up the gift of God which is in you by the putting on of my hands. So because God has not given you the spirit of fear, but he's given you the spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. He's given you the spirit of power, power, enabling power to do what you are supposed to do. To be all that I've ordained you to be. He said, I've given you the spirit of power of love to love others. Love yourself. Love God. And of a sound mind. A mind that is able to make right judgments. You have not been given the spirit of fear. Amen. He said, don't let the spirit of fear stop the operation of the giftings and the spirit of God that has been put within you. But oftentimes, we allow fear to stop us in receiving or, or in being all that God has called us to be. There is nothing good that comes out of the life of fear. But some live it. We live a life of fear. We are afraid of this. We are afraid this will not happen. We are afraid this will happen. We live a life of fear. But fear will stop you. Fear will cripple you. Fear, Bible says, has torment. Amen. The Bible says that there is no fear where there is perfect love. Fear will torment you. Fear will, will cripple you. Many people do not come to their, their peak in life, whether in their career, in anything, because they are afraid. But fear is not of God. But faith, however, faith is liberating. Faith sets free. Amen? Faith is life. Faith brings life. Four times in the word of God, 
The Bible says to us that the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. And I always say that, you know, when the word of God is spoken once, it's enough. But when it's spoken and repeated four times, that means it's really significant. That the just shall live by faith. Habakkuk 2, 4, Romans 1, 17, and Hebrews 10, 38, amen. Galat yes, Galatians 3, 11. All say the just shall live by faith. We will live by faith. We will win the battles of life by faith. We will fulfill our life's purpose only through faith. It is only through faith that you can fulfill your life's purpose. Amen. You overcome in this life by faith. By faith, you will be able to move your mountains. Amen. And mountains are situations that seem insurmountable. What about your, the mountains of your life? Situations in life that you, you think you can't get over. But by faith, you will get over it. Oh, I say by faith, you get over it. Sometimes I say that as, with me, you know, I, I, I say this, I must get over this thing. Either I will climb over it, go around it, scale or crawl over it. And if all fails, I will bore a hole through it. Yeah, I will bore a hole through it. Whatever comes, I will go through this mountain. I'm not letting any mountain stop me. The only one that can stop me is, oh, you didn't help me, is, put your hands together. You are very good students. Amen. Listen, Jesus said, Mark eleven twenty three. 23, said, for verily, that's for truly I say unto you, that whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He will receive the things that he saith in your mouth. What you believe, what you say, is what you receive. This morning, beloved, it's time. Tell your neighbor, it's time. Look at somebody, tell the person, it's time. Right. It's time to move your mountains. It could be an emotional thing. It could be a psychological thing. It could be a financial thing. It could be marital. It could be, you know, anything. Whatever seems so big looms before you. So whatever you can't get over, whatever has been difficult in your life, it's a mountain. But I say it is time. It's time to move your mountains. It's time to reposition your heart and your mind by faith and overcome and bring down your mountains. I close on Psalm 118, verse 10 to 12. He said, though hostile nations surround me, I destroy them all with the authority of God, with my faith in God. Say, so yes, they surrounded and attacked me, but I destroyed them all with the authority of my faith in God. They swarmed around me like bees, but I overcame them. So they blazed against me like crackling fire. But I destroy them with the authority of my faith in God. This morning, I'm calling on everyone under the sound of my voice. Those of you here, those of you on Zoom, those of you on um, Facebook, YouTube, any tube. Listen. <laughs> All kinds of tubes. <laughs> Reposition yourself. Reposition your heart and your mind to live the life of faith. It is an uncommon life, 
but it's a, it's a life of God itself. God himself by faith brought this whole world and everything in it into being, not with his hands, but with the words. So light be and light became. And we are of the spirit of our father, amen. As he is, so are we. And so we also live the life of faith, believing and trusting in God, judging God as faithful, knowing what God's will is concerning our life and pushing through, not by our own strength, but by the strength of God to get to whatever it is God has for us. We will not allow fear to cripple us. We shouldn't allow life situations to cripple us. It's not the end. Amen. It's whatever is happening, you're like, it's not the end. No, 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 no. It's never the end. There is that which God has ordained for tomorrow. And I speak to you finally that the end of a thing is better than the beginning thereof. May the Lord bless us. And may, may faith come alive this morning. You want to rise up on your feet this morning. May faith come alive. May faith come alive. Give us a heart of faith, oh God, to believe, to trust in you. Thank you, Jesus. You are my hiding place. You always fill my heart with songs of deliverance. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. You are my hiding place. You are my hiding place. You always fill my heart. I will trust in you. Hiding place. You always fill my heart with songs of deliverance. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. Thank you, Jesus. Let the weak say, I am strong in the strength of the Lord. Trust comes out of faith. You know, when you believe in God and you have faith in God, you can trust him. You can trust him to take care of that which you need to be taken care of. This morning, I, I want us to pray. Everyone pray. Pray unto God. Whatever is putting fear in your life, whatever is happening in your life, whatever you, you, you believing for a change in, May the spirit of faith, who is the spirit of God, fill our hearts this morning with true faith, true faith. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we pray this morning that Lord fill our hearts with faith. Strengthen our faith, oh God. Give us the ability to trust in you and trust in our tomorrows. Knowing that, Lord, you are in our tomorrows, even as you are in our today. Lift up your voice and pray. Lord, strengthen me. Strengthen my faith. Give me the faith to move on in life. Give me the faith to win my battles. 
Give me the faith to overcome whatever challenge I'm going through. Pray this morning. You are an overcomer. Because greater is he, Christ, who is at work in you than he that is in the world. Pray the Lord fill me this morning. The spirit of faith. Oh, Jesus. Madebo shantele baba. Likola mo si atala mahande rebeberianda. Makala mo shada bahaya. I pray this wonder wherever your faith has been weakened and your strength seems failing. May the strength of God come upon you this morning. In any area that you seem to be giving up, I pray this morning that may the strength of faith give you strength, give you courage to move on, to possess that which God has ordained for you. I pray for you this morning that may anything tormenting you, any fear tormenting you this morning, by faith, may that fear crumble. May fear crumble in the sight of faith within you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for you this morning that your strength fail not. That you receive new strength to embrace the changing scenes of life without giving up. I pray for you this morning that may the faith that you have in God strengthen you, take you from grace to grace, from glory to glory. Ah, may your faith cause you to stand. May your faith cause you to overcome. May your faith cause you to win every battle in life. Oh Jesus, nothing is above God. There is nothing that is above God. He is all in all. Elohim, that is his name. Pray for yourself. Pray for your family. Pray for your children. Pray. Pray. Faith. To move your mountains. Faith for increase. Somebody pray faith for increase. Pray for greater faith. To believe that that business will not fail. That your business will do well. I I speak to somebody prophetically this morning that help is coming. Help is coming. This one receive faith to receive the help of God. Oh Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Spirit of the living God by faith cause men to win battles. This morning I pray for that same faith into the hearts of men and women and children gathered here. Let their faith, oh God, not be in the strength of men's hands, ah, but in your strength, oh God, that never fails. You are the strength, oh God, of your people. You are the help of your people. Oh, you don't fail. So this morning, Lord, I pray that give everyone the faith to trust and to believe that you do not fail. You cannot fail. It is not in you to fail. Oh, Jesus. We give you glory this morning. Pray for yourself. Pray for your work, the work of your hands. In this COVID time, many businesses are crumbling. Oh, but you will not lack. David said, I've been young and now I'm old. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. 
I say you will not beg for bread. In the name of Jesus. Your business will not go into foreclosure. Your business will not crumble. He said he's, he's the one who knows where the vein for gold is. And he knows where the vein for silver is. Pray this mother Lord. I pray. Give me faith. To keep on working this thing. Until I see the overflow come. Thank you Jesus. We bless you. We bless your name. Thank you for listening to today's word. Connect with us on our website www.tlgm.org Get interactive with Apostle on all social media platforms at Apostle Leanne Coffey.